0: Hey guys, what's, what's up, up? you
1: giant vaginas?
0: Jeez. Sorry. You didn't have to start out the episode like that.
1: Gator don't play no shit.
0: Gators don't play no shit. That's right. So this episode, we're just gonna talk about us. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Jesus Christ, there's like a ton of albums out there, man. Like, oh t- yeah. A ton of, ton of bands. Um, Thousands. Literally. Um, what would you have to say? Are your top five favorite bands right now?
1: My top five favorite bands. Well, right now, right now. Well, of all time, my favorite band is Oceano, mm-hmm. without a doubt. I've been jamming them for years and years and years. Um, so they've always been my number one for since like freshman year of high school or some shit. Right. Yeah. Um, after that, I would definitely say the Black Dahlia Murder. That's um, that's one of my favorites too. Yeah, they're fucking just gods amazing yep. fantastic
0: they they honestly they get better with each and every album I, I, I agree I, I feel like uh, the last <clears throat> album uh, Nightbringers was
1: so sick
0: you, you know the um, I read an article somewhere um, where Trevor basically ranks his uh, all of his albums that he's put out with the Black uh-huh. Dahlia Murder um, he actually ranked uh, Nightbringers as number one and he even said that it it does take place in the same type of world as Nocturnal. Hmm, I mean the the album like the album art is kind of similar right. if you look at it. Yeah. That was um, like the
1: first thing I definitely noticed. I was like, "Oh, yo. Yeah. There's going to be some no- nocturnal shit right here." Yeah,
0: and I I kind of did get like although the sound was different, um <laughs> well,
1: yeah, but I mean they it's they keep the same sound but every album they it's something it's something different they just fucking kill it
0: they, they kill they it they get they get faster they get they get more technical i yeah. guess i mean it, they're they're one they're one of my favorites of course too they're they're gonna be on my list so yeah what's uh what's your others
1: um
0: so you got oceano black oceano,
1: dahlia black dahlia uh mental cruelty it's definitely mm-hmm. bangers uh i listened to them like i found them like shortly after they released their ep and i was like what the fuck is this this is sick so i've been jamming them i have their fucking seat covers in my car yep, yep. um yeah they're they're tight they're tight as fuck and i'm so excited for them to finally come through here yeah with the bloodletting yeah
0: dude who, uh, who else is on that uh disentomb visible, organectomy disc-overs. Ooh, organectomy uh continuum yeah
1: yeah that's 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 definitely gonna take it as the number one show this year
0: oh yeah for sure i i don't know man i don't know like we got we got that uh waking the cadaver show well yeah
1: that that's that uh
0: but you're not gonna be at that no are you?
1: sadly be in mexico
0: oh mexico
1: <laughs> but yeah send me videos please yes <laughs> all the videos you can because i we won't definitely be there
0: will. Okay, so you got two left, buddy. Oh,
1: uh, fuck. <clears throat> Damn. Right now. Who am I jamming right now? Uh, oh, At Me. They're fucking, they're a, uh, they're a band from Kansas City. They're on Unique Leader. And, okay. uh, long, long time ago, they, uh, used to be known as the Roman Holiday.
0: Okay, okay, and, I've uh, heard of
1: them. Yeah, so, th- their first album is called The Demonization.
0: Mm-hmm. I actually have that CD. I,
1: literally like that was just them as a local band they released that as a local band and still to this day like i found that in middle school i got shown that to my sister because she's from kansas city mm-hmm. and dude i have that cd i found that in fucking wisconsin while we were on tour and i have that in my car all the time and i at least jam it like 10 times a week Hell yeah. and i don't get tired of it at all ever
0: all right so uh last
1: one last one. Oh boy you know, I'm not even going to go a metal route with this. I'm just going to... Wu-Tang.
0: Wu-Tang Fucking
1: clan. Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang is for the children. And, oh my god, 36 Chambers is always, always, always going to be one of the... I Honestly, the best rap album of all time, in my opinion. Okay. People okay. can argue that, but they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what well, about you? What about you?
0: You're five. Oh, boy. So. Right now uh lately uh i've been listening to a lot of visceral Discourse, oh because uh they got that new album coming out yes they sure do and uh what what do you think of that album cover
1: that was sick i shit my pants when i saw that and pathology in the same day yeah dude that was crazy fucked my morning up in the best way possible (laughs)
0: like i I remember um since I, i don't know if a lot of you know this but uh i i uh i deliver parts for a uh trailer repair company and, uh, you know, I was just uh, scrolling through my phone. Someone was uh, unloading a pallet through the back of my truck and uh, scrolling through my phone. And, you okay. know, of course, I saw the Visual Discord earlier. And then I saw the pathology and I was like, What? Like, that album cover, though. Like,
1: Parr. Bro, I woke up to that. Like, I was in my bed still and I rolled over and clicked my phone. First thing I saw was Visual Discord scrolled down a little bit i was like that's fucking crazy a couple minutes later i was just scrolling 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 fucking pathology i was like what
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so i i'd honestly say um pathology is another band i've been listening to a lot i mean i've been i've been listening to them since they were um, the first
1: slam band i ever found
0: yeah same Mm -hmm. here um i've been listening to them since shit uh i think surgically hacked yeah that's their uh that's their second album Mm -hmm. i believe that's a minute yeah so i've been listening to them for a good solid minute um third band i would have to say uh is one of my favorites is um i'd have to say cranium ooh because they're they're another one of those slam bands that you know it really you know got me they hit hard they fucking slap yeah they fucking slap um super stoked to get matt's on the mm-hmm. show here soon um unfortunately he won't be here for that
1: yeah i know but i mean i'm gonna ask luca maybe for bloodletting too
0: right on right on i mean i already got visual right. on right so. but
1: i mean if we can get multiple people on that shit
0: oh fuck yeah um another one of my favorite bands uh black dahlia murder absolutely um, been jamming them since basically nocturnal came out um I remember, you know, listening to Nocturnal a lot in high school. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh honestly, honest to god, when they came through on that Summer Slaughter uh, a couple years Played back, Played
1: Nocturnal in full?
0: Yeah, I I cried. Full. You did? I cried. I think I
1: nut in my pants about like 27 times.
0: You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say not only did uh my face cry, but uh my penis cried too. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah i mean you know
1: i think a lot of penises were just leaking during, during that set
0: oh yeah just <laughs> everybody was just <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, and then when they dropped
1: the fucking nocturnal and to nightbringers oh they started playing some extra shit oh that boy. was
0: that was my first time hearing anything from nightbringers yeah and that was that was sick yeah that was it was really sick um hmm that was four Let's see, Cranium, Visual Discord, Pathology. Pathful. Yeah, yeah, one more. Okay. Um. Honestly, um, one of my favorite, uh, I'd say, technical bands or whatever. Oh man. It's either the Faceless or path or not Pathology. Uh, In Fury. Ah. Um. Honestly. New
1: Faceless or the old? I'm talking about Planetary Duality and before. So only. Alcadema and planetary duality mm-hmm. because that's the only shit that i still fuck with right maybe some from autotheism but nah not entirely that's something that i don't I, I listened to like a couple times when it came out but
0: right yeah yeah. i mean between those two man Ooh, honestly i'd have to go with in theory because um last year they came out with uh, revenant mm-hmm. and like honestly that album just fucking blew my mind yeah like that i i i honestly haven't heard um anything like when it comes to like tech death like that
1: mm-hmm. i
0: honestly haven't heard anything as like that had so much depth to it mm-hmm. like it's one of those albums where i can just fucking go back listen to it and like find new shit yeah you know you
1: fuck with uh spawn of possession
0: oh fuck yeah 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 they're
1: they're, they're that's one of the bands that's like totally just like what though you can just go back and just be like
0: yeah what <laughs> i honestly kind of feel the same way with uh the zenith passage in oh a way. dude
1: i've listened i love them i love them so fucking much i i've what? been listening to them since cosmic dissonance came out
0: hell yeah good Me
1: good god that that ep whoo it fucks yeah if 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 we were doing a top ten EP, that would be probably number one, probably my number one for sure.
0: Okay. Now where the fuck is the Zenith Passage right now? I haven't heard anything from them. Oh
1: uh, really. well, they have they haven't released anything since socialist
0: Yeah, that was like back in twenty sixteen, right? Yeah, a couple years ago. I
1: hey, don't know what they're doing, but they, they're they're techy as fuck. So it might take them a bit, but yeah, hopefully they're still doing shit. Because yeah. if not, that's really unfortunate.
0: Yeah, for sure. So okay, uh, we got our top five favorite bands at the moment out of the way. Um, let's go to top ten favorite albums of all, all time. All
1: time. All right, I got my list ready. Oh man. Um. So, uh, the top three on this list. I'm gonna save those for the last. We're just gonna go down the list. But the top three, those are in order of from three to one those are like my three all-time favorite albums the rest of them the rest of the seven those are just albums that i fucking jam all the time you know yeah. but first one on here uh is a tribe called quest the anthology that fucking rap album it's like right under wu-tang that shit is so banging it's a it's so groovy if i know you don't like rap but i mean i don't mind it a tribe called quest is fire And they will always be fire. You. Go. 10. Number 10.
0: Number 10. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Necrophagist uh, Epitaph.
1: Ooh.
0: Honestly... Where the fuck is that band? Like, I know they broke up, but, mm-hmm. like, they didn't say anything mm-hmm. when they broke up.
1: Oh, that happens a lot. Yeah. Like, in, like, uh, 2016, was it, when, like, a bunch of bands just fell off the face yeah, of the earth? Like, like, fucking like, Operation, Operation... Cut yep. Destroyer. Yeah, that was fucking, so sad. Um,
0: Dark Sermon, yeah. I think, broke up in mm-hmm. that year, too. Yeah, because,
1: uh, yeah, they made Prison now. Vocalists of Dark Sermon's are prison. Uh, fuck, who... Uh, who else is in prison? I don't know, it's a mix of a bunch of bands, but yeah, the vocalist of Dark Sermon is in yeah. prison now, and he's, Johnny Crowder is a badass motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He's sick.
0: Um, yeah, that, the Epitaph, like, um, when I was starting to, you know, venture out more, um, listen to more, like, technical death metal stuff, um, I discovered Necrophagist, and Epitaph was the first album I listened to, and just that whole album is just, front to back, is yeah. just... Very complicated, and it's just oh, yeah. a masterpiece. One of the, one yeah, of the best. Yeah, definitely one of the best. All right, let's move down the list. Let's go um, to number nine.
1: Number nine.
0: Number
1: for, nine. For me, number nine is Planetary Duality by The Faceless. Oh.
0: Um,
1: That definitely was one of the first, like, techier albums I ever listened to, and I found that shit when I was, uh, I don't know, I think that came out in, like, 2010? No, uh, no 2012. 2008. Really? No, that's Alcadema that came out.
0: No, 2008, uh, because last year the Faceless had a 10 year anniversary for Planetary Duality. Oh,
1: yeah, duh. Okay, so, but yeah, anyway, I found that like a couple years after it came out. I was in middle school or some shit, like seventh grade. That's when I found The Black Dolly Murder 2, and oh, yeah, that fucking album. I learned uh, Planetary Duality 2 on bass. That was like one of the first songs I learned on bass, and I still jam that song every time I go to Guitar Center and I fucking if i'm testing out a guitar that's the riff i play hell yeah intro riff yeah
0: so for my number nine um i'm gonna go way different way different genre so i actually play or i actually like to listen to a lot of video game soundtracks
1: do you like nintendo core
0: it's okay yeah yeah i'm not i'm not too into it but i kind of like the um i kind of like the kind of symphonic kind of shit yeah um so for my number nine uh favorite album is the uh shadow of the colossus soundtrack hmm. it's it's very different i'd say yeah um it's kind of it's kind of moody um it's kind of kind of disturbing really like hmm. if you if you put your headphones on and like you have you're having a bad day you put your headphones on you put this album on and it's just you'd have to hear it you'd honestly have to hear it because like it's it's a blend of just like you know what game uh shadow of the colossus
1: hmm. i actually okay. have
0: it on ps4 over there okay um but yeah it's a it's a really good game anyways um but the soundtrack is definitely something different it's it's very moody it's very dark it's very ambient um a lot of violin work um it's it's really good i highly mm. recommend checking it out hell yeah so Let's move down the list, buddy. Number,
1: number eight. eight uh, my number eight is uh, one of the first uh, Deathcore albums that I actually, like, ever listened to front to back. And I was just so fucking stoked on it. And that's I Declare War's self-titled album. Ooh, okay. Uh, that's the one with, like, the guys hanging. You just yep, see his
0: feet. Yeah. 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 Uh, that one,
1: holy fuck.
0: Didn't they have a different vocalist on that one?
1: No, that was... um.
0: Because it wasn't Jonathan Huber. No, that
1: was uh, the album uh, with Putrefaction of Population on it. Uh, I can't remember what it's fucking called off the top of my head. But yeah, they used to have another guy that, um, he was, uh, you know, the guy that, uh, I declare goddess? Yes. He, that guy with that yeah, did. Yes, it's, yeah, it's, he it's was Jonathan Huber. Yes, yes. Uh, what's his new fucking guy's name? I can't even think. Oh, Jamie Hanks. Mm-hmm. Jamie Hanks. Yeah, he's a badass. He's super sick, and I love his vocals. He's definitely, uh, like, after listening to that album so much back in the day, uh, he's definitely one of the dudes that I definitely say that my vocal style uh, comes from him. And I've been told, like, yo, you, you sound a little like Jamie. I'm like, I practiced with like <laughs> with their songs for long-ass time, man. So I would hope so. But yeah, I I love I Declare War. Hell
0: yeah, uh, my number eight, uh, kind of stealing from you, but it would have to be Planetary Duality by The Ooh.
1: Faceless. Yeah, that album slaps, dude. It's it. I mean, I I really wish the Face would the Faceless would come back with some shit like that because even Alcadema. Yeah. God they're damn. Old Death yeah, days. the first album. Yeah. Fuck. F- oh. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck.
0: <laughs> like as soon as you hear that fucking. <laughs> opening um guitar guitar solo or Mm -hmm. riff from planetary Mm duality you're just like yes yeah yes yes
1: (laughs) number seven uh my number seven um i know i might get a lot of shit for this just because there's so many albums that are great by them but this one has my favorite song by them the black dally murder miasma i'm charming is my favorite black dally murder song of all Hell time, yeah. I know it's about rape, and I know it's really bad, but dude, that fucking intro guitar riff, yes, s- makes my face melt every goddamn time I listen to it, dude. Hell yeah! But yeah, that whole album, like even people like saying like, "Oh, flies is such a bad song." I'm like, uh-uh, dude, you just gotta you gotta fucking feel it, man. You gotta. That album it. is so much different compared to like Nocturnal and Nightbringers and all the other shit that they've ever released and I I personally don't understand why Trevor said that that was their worst album but I honestly fucking love it and I think it's art
0: mm-hmm. well uh for my next one um we're gonna get a little bit more brutal um Awaken to the Suffering by Pathology yes because that was the uh, that was the yes. first album with uh, Jonathan Huber yeah. as a vocalist. Um I, I know. Uh, I know you you guys are gonna fucking like get your torches and pitchforks, but honestly, not say anything bad about Matty Way, but I think Jonathan Huber was a better vocalist for Pathology than Matty yeah. Way was. Yeah. I mean, his vocals just sound more. But Maddie's the fucking Maddie's beast. the fucking man. He's yeah. the man. Like, I'm not I'm not saying he's not the man. But, right. like, honestly, like, when when Jonathan Huber joined Pathology for that album and the time of great purification, um, I thought his vocal style was just like, holy shit, mm-hmm. you know. But, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, they got Matty way back for a few more albums, like uh, Throne of Rain, uh, they're self-titled and stuff like that um but you know like i said I'm not saying anything bad about matty Way. i just think you know jonathan huber on those two pathology albums was, was sick
1: yeah number 6 man number 6 uh well this is the very first i was 5 fucking years old when i heard a song from this album my older sister showed me job for cowboys oh. doom oh it was a fucking Spongebob meme, 2005 Spongebob meme with <laughs> Entombment of a Machine playing over it, and Spongebob was my favorite show when I was five, so of course my oldest sister was like, Yay. I gotta show him this shit, because <laughs> my dad played shit like... Um, Metallica, Motley Crue, shit like that just like dad rock stuff in the car Right. Yeah. and she knew I liked that so she was like let me crank it up a notch <laughs> and as soon as she started that shit my head just fucking exploded and I was like what the fuck is this I love it and my mom started to freak she was like stop showing him that shit <laughs> she was like that's devil music don't show him that shit <laughs> but yeah I've, uh, dude I still fucking jam that album like 14 years later
0: dude yeah same here that's a great album. Yes, it um, is. For my next one, um, I See Your Miasma earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have to go with Nocturnal.
1: That Yeah, that's my second one for them, for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was one of the first albums I ever heard um, in high school. Um, you know, I jammed that shit all the time. Oh, yeah. And I still do. Oh, yeah. Um, like, uh, that, that opening song... Um, everything went black everything went black it's just yes just yes
1: it was hard honestly for me to put miasma over like dude okay so ritual was the first album I heard by them mm-hmm. I heard the window on yeah. fucking like Pandora or some shit and I was like this is fucking sick so I jammed ritual for a long time and mm-hmm. then I found nocturnal then I found abysmal or no ever black then abysmal and yeah it just went from there but yeah. Uh, definitely the third Black Deli murder Deflorate is.
0: Yeah. pretty good. Um, oh, sick. so your next one. Oh where uh, are we at now?
1: Four? Four, I think. One, two, three, four. There's five left after this one. So oh, it's this one five. um it's definitely not Deathcore and this is this band, um, when I heard this album, it was I I literally found this album a couple months ago. I found it with miles at like two in the morning. Cause me and that kid just look up bands all the time and mm-hmm. we just find new shit together. But, um, Orthodox, uh, sounds of loss, that okay. fucking album. Um, if you've never heard of that shit, like it takes hardcore in it, like, cause the vocalist explained, the uh, fucking influence that he took for that album and all of them writing it, it, they didn't take any influences from metal. And it was all, like, oldie stuff, and it's so unique, and, like, there's literally nothing that I can compare it to, mm. because it's so fucking crazy. Like, the intro song going right, because the intro song is, he- like, it hits you hard. It's heavy. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's, it's heavy, sure, but I mean, it just hits you. Like, if you were just standing, standing there live listening to this shit, you would just get fired up. Mm. You're just like, Fuck! she was <laughs> like let's go let's do this uh, but, Crowd but in the bar but yeah it was like 2 a.m when i found this shit darian was passed out me and miles were just like what in the fuck is this and we we're <laughs> freaking out but yes definitely sounds of loss if you have never listened to that shit check it out definitely that's like the number one thing on my list that i would tell people to check out for sure
0: all right so my next album um not sure if many of you know this band um it's called fataceous rump
1: you yeah you've shown me them you've shown me none. yeah
0: um their album uh disposing slobs of guttural fatberg wow it's it's a crazy That's a ass, fucking name it's a mouthful it really is but like this album is just it's slammy it's just raw mm. very raw yeah you know and it, it's got some great songs on it a lot of uh a lot of weird samples too Mm -hmm. like if you if you uh listen all the way through the end of the the last song of the album it's just a lot of like crazy shit Hmm. like you got like this little girl that goes please help me and like people screaming (laughs) and then what have you done to him you maniac but like i don't know like i i heard um i heard their first album um it came out in 2017 yeah that album was good it was really good um and then they came out with the follow-up which was you know disposing sobs of guddle fatberg the next Mm -hmm. year and i don't know it's just like i like the the first album kind of had like a refined sound to it you know it just Mm -hmm. it sounded crisp it sounded clean but this one they just went with more of a raw kind of sound and it it's fucking nasty definitely like
1: some like black metal production slam
0: I mean they didn't record it on a fucking play school voice recorder <laughs> thing, I'm sure. Right. But but yeah, that, that album really good. Definitely check it out. If you like some yep. Word. What's your next one? What are we at now? Four?
1: Uh, Yeah, we got four left. Four um, left. Oh man. So this one right uh I yeah. Definitely still not in order. Uh but this one, uh I fucking love this band so goddamn much. <laughs> the Acacia Strain. Okay. And my favorite album is Wormwood okay dude i can listen to that shit front to back
0: mm-hmm.
1: all day long that shit it's the acacia strain vincent's vocals are super unique and just the tone that they use with the guitar and their drums it's just it's so heavy but it's like fucking groovy at the same time i i love okay. the acacia strain
0: Hell yeah
1: they're fucking awesome
0: all right so for my next one we're kind of going old on this one love old like school. old Old. So my next album, Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden.
1: Ooh, I was not expecting that at all.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was one of the the very first uh, sort of metal albums I got into. Like, uh, my dad listens to a lot of like um, blues rock and you know stuff like Judas Priest, Fuck White yeah. Snake, you know stuff like that. And um, one day he showed me uh, Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. It was Number of the Beast. Mm and you know being a little kid i was like yo what is this <laughs> yeah i
1: remember when i found motorhead when i was really little
0: and i was like this is fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's um definitely one of my favorites like um that was one of the like one of the first albums i've discovered uh making my way into you know what what i listen to today yeah um, it, it it just it just holds a special place in my heart. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. Um, what's your next one? Oh, uh,
1: now right. we're in the top three. Oh, top so this three. this now is definitely order. All These right. next three are in order. Right, um, right. But yeah, my very favorite band, Oceano. Favorite album by them is Ascendance. Okay. That album. Okay, it was re- it's really close between Ascendance and Depths. Those two albums slap.
0: Depths is hard, really
1: good. hard as fuck, but. When Oceano dropped Ascendance, because I love The Contagion, that album's sick, but when they released Ascendance, it was definitely, like, I don't even want to, I don't want to call it techie at all, like, it's just alien-y, like, the whole album is about fucking aliens and shit, and it's just, the, the fucking samples they use, that album just fucking got me. Dead Planet is one of the sickest songs Literally, like I think, ever made. Hell yeah. It's, Oceano will forever be my number one. Adam Warren, your daddy. Sorry when it's true.
0: That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so let's see. My third favorite album of all time um, would have to be 10 Acts of um, uh, Perverse Debauchery by uh, The Cranium. Mm. This album one of the first albums i got into uh when i discovered slam um i heard this um i think the song was um uh reverse abortion oh yeah yeah or i don't know if it was that but uh i heard one song on that album and i was like what (laughs) this is fucking sick this is heavy and then just from there on i was just like yo i gotta fucking discover more bands like this (laughs) and yeah here i am a fucking gross ass fucking slam king i guess i don't know (laughs) all right number two cage number two well
1: um uh, nothing with metal going back to rap wu-tang's 36 chambers Ooh. best rap album of all time
0: all right. That's all I can really
1: say. Are, it's you, are you seeing
0: true. them in uh, October?
1: I really hope so. I really hope so, but tickets are selling really quick. I don't have a job right now. Oh, shit. So, I'm hoping you can get it as a birthday L-
0: Let's let Let's get, let's get donations. No, I'm yep.
1: <laughs> Who wants to give Cage $200? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, my number two, kind of going back to uh, the whole video game soundtrack kind of thing. Um, I am a huge fan of of kingdom hearts as you can yes. as you can tell yes because i mean i have a heart i can tattoo. Tell. <laughs> um i absolutely love the soundtrack from all the games yeah i mean it's it's very diverse i'd say like you know you got like i, I really like the um the, the remix that they did where it was just um basically all orchestrated because uh, mm-hmm. like with the uh, the PlayStation 2 kind of chipset. They went with like, okay, you know, we'll just use the music system that's in the PS2 already to make this music. Hmm. But then, you know, they remastered them for PS3 and PS4 and decided to go with like a more kind of orchestrated soundtrack. Oh. So like there's like orchestrated stuff. There's kind of kind of hip hop kind of, sort Some of. trap shit. Some kind of, yeah. Um, you know, there's like real trap shit, real trap shit. Um, there's kind of, like, kind of metal kind of sounding stuff, but, like, Kingdom Hearts, it, it, it it really holds a special place in my heart, and I don't know. I just love it. So. Number one! Number one. Your all-time favorite
1: album. Well, I said this earlier, but it's the Demonization by Atme. And good fucking God, just knowing that they were a local band, when they released this piece of, Art blows my mind. Blows my mind. Because, don't get me wrong, the local bands in our scene, fucking phenomenal. Hell yeah. Phenomenal. They're great. I I literally can't...
0: Colorado, I really...
1: I literally can't really think of one bad local band from here. Yeah. But... Holy shit. This is some holy grail shit. This was like, dude, I can't even explain what it is, but I love death metal so fucking much. I love death metal more than deathcore. Mm Mm-hmm. But just, it's heavy, it's techie, it's fucking in your face. It, there's songs about weed. There's, it's, it, it's my whole package wrapped up in one album. <laughs> and it's, oh my god. If that was the only album, if you gave me one CD to listen to for the rest of my life and that's all I can listen to, it would be The Demonization by Atme. 100%. Okay, A-H-T-M-E is how you spell it. And you need to go find it. Fucking the very last song is my favorite. Uh, song on there very first vocal cover I ever did is uh, Ream Dream on there and that song Slaps one of the hardest heaviest songs on that album oh, yeah. but yes my fucking god I can't even explain it further than I have now but yes know. that album
0: okay. right. so my my favorite album of all time um, would probably have to be uh, Revenant by In we were talking about that mm-hmm. earlier yes we were like, I, I, uh, I've listened to In Fury before this album, you know, I liked them, uh-huh. they, they had a good sound to them, but, like, when this album came out last year, it just, it blew my goddamn mind. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's funny, because, like, I didn't hear any, so- like, any of the singles before it came out, mm-hmm. and I just pre-ordered the vinyl. Oh. So... I pre-ordered the vinyl, you know. I got it in the mail after fucking months of waiting. Can you just plop that shit on there. I'm looking at you, Malcolm. You son of a bitch. Not just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah. I I fucking threw the needle on the the, the record, started to listening to it, and I was just like, wow. Yeah. Like, it's it's just got such a refined sound. It's beautiful sounding. It's brutal sounding. Mm-hmm. It's just my favorite album of all time like it's damn yeah well there you have it so yeah. um what uh what do you like to do on your free time cage oh uh, you're uh not
1: i'm at- not making music um sitting my pretty ass down at home or <laughs> <laughs> that or um i'm researching about piercings and tattoos because that's something i've always been really passionate about. That's your dream job. Yeah, is can't wait to get back in a shop again, start piercing again. Um, yeah, uh, Black July, that's that's my life, man. I, I, I We started in 2016 and I, I've, I've never wanted to stop. I, I tried making bands since, like, I, I started playing uh, guitar and I was in a couple bands of guitar um, and then after a while, uh, that shit just kept falling through. I was... Uh, in a band called Dismembered Collective played guitar with them um, and that was like the band that really fucking set it off because that was the first band that actually we had like full members and we were actually writing shit and we were getting shit done and stuff and then our fucking vocalist was showing up to practice on Molly like all the fucking time Ouch. our bassist just fucking flaked all the time and our drummer he was the one that we fucking like we're supposed to record at his house and whatnot cause he had like a whole Studio and shit, but yeah, he just fucking flaked. So after that, it was just both guitarists, me and my best friend Taylor, have known that kid since I moved here, third grade. Me and him have been friends ever since. Um, but me and him, uh, he, he's the best guitarist I know, hands down. Hell yeah. um, but I was like, you know, fuck this. I'm gonna start working my ass off and I'm gonna start pushing vocals out of me. I don't care how long it takes what I gotta do, I'm gonna fucking learn them, so, freshman year, I was living in an apartment, small ass apartment, just in my room, making some weird ass noises, listening to I Declare War, and Whitechapel, and shit, and just trying to, like, how the fuck do you make these fucking noises, and then, after, like, research, um, basically, like, finding out, what's your, uh, use your false chords when you burp, so it's supposed to, basically feel like a burp, so I was like, okay, well, I mean, there's something, I mean, I can fuck around with that, and yeah, years went by, and um, yeah, so after a while, I'd fucking practice that shit, and I got decently good, Uh, and then we started another band, um, uh, fucking, yeah, Black July, we started Black July, just as a two-piece, though, and uh, we recorded two songs, uh, they called Execute the Adversary and Commence Death, uh, execute the adversary is the very first song me and Taylor, just the two of us ever wrote in full. And eventually, uh, we're going to start making music again under the name is a It's just going to be the two of us still, but it's going to be really techy. Um, it's gonna like, we, we want to give like a, uh, kind of like the, like old faceless, um, okay. Arc spire, oh, yeah. uh, but, like, throw in, like, really heavy shit, like, uh, like Infinite Annihilation, just, like, really heavy, crazy, all over the place type shit. Oh, yeah. And, but, we, like, we want to be super unique. So, Issacothy it, has been a work in progress for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, we have stuff written, tabbed out, and whatnot. We've just never sat down together and recorded it because Taylor works 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. Ouch. Every day, five days a week and he lives all the way down by Castle Rock. So yeah, that's always been quite an issue and that's why it's been taken so long. But going back, uh Black July got started with me and him and uh we found other members and so yeah, there was a lot of member switches throughout the years. We've had I think three bassists, um two vocalists, uh Yeah, the other vocalist was in the band for, like, a fucking week, and he still considers himself an ex-member, even though he's never fucking written anything, so (laughs) I was like, all right, whatever, bro, but, um, yeah, so it was me, Steven, Darian, and Miles from July of 2017, or June of 2017, Mm -hmm. and then Steven left in October of 2018, picked up our bassist Justice, moved Miles to guitar, and now we're a four piece again. Uh, Me on vocals, Darian's on drums, Miles is on guitar, and Justice is on bass. Uh, We got two songs in the making that we will play at Trailside on July 6th. Those songs are called Slaughter and Condemned to Suffer. Um, Condemned to Suffer is definitely gonna be the weirdest Black July song you've ever heard. after our EP, we're definitely no longer looking to fucking. Like, say we're deathcore or say we're hardcore, say we're death metal or whatever. We're not gonna put a fucking genre on it. Yeah, if you, you wanna you don't call wanna label it. Yourself. Yeah, if you wanna call it anything, just call us deathcore. Cause that's what we have on our fucking Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Um, but. Yeah, so Condemned to Suffer is a song about. Uh, I had a dream basically that I was placed like completely naked on a long table Uh, pigs were all sitting in chairs Um, they all cut big circles into my skin plopped them down they used those as plates after they cut their big circle they took like ice cream scoopers and just started scooping out my intestines organs muscles they literally everything but I was awake the whole time I felt everything and i watched them just consume my body and i just watched my body rot after they left and maggots came and started eating me away so that dream yeah it's fucking crazy crazy (laughs) fucking dream don't know i ever had it but definitely took that as an opportunity to write a crazy fucking song so condemned to suffer is about halfway written slaughter is all the way put together uh The last breakdown in Slaughter, I'm going to tell you, is going to rock your fucking shit. Oh, man. Yeah. So that's all I'm really going to say about that right now. Um, Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook and shit like that because I'm posting stuff all the time. Updates and whatnot because we're always down to share what we got going. And we're really passionate about our music and we're really super happy that we have the fans that we do. We're more than grateful. That's nice. Mm-hmm.
0: That's nice. You know, honestly, um, I was in a, a band at one point.
1: Yeah, he told me this.
0: Yeah. Uh, my little, uh, one-man project. Yeah. The fucking, uh, deep-fried abortion. Uh-huh. So, here's the thing, though. Um, I, uh, I had, the, I had an idea for this project in fall of...
1: So, were you gonna use actual instruments, or were you gonna do, like, all program shit?
0: Um i'm gonna use all the string instruments Mm -hmm. as real and then i was just gonna program my own drums yeah which i did word so this idea came about about fall 2017 nice um i had a name like deep fried abortion that sounds pretty fucking slammy Mm -hmm. um so then i you know i got a, a drum machine and then um just started recording shit and then um i released one song on uh SoundCloud, and I took it down.
1: Yeah, why?
0: It doesn't sound good,
1: <laughs> dude. It takes a while to write music. It does. It fucking it as hard as it is, and like being in a band, you're fucking always screaming at each other oh, yeah. and all this shit. But in the end, it's so worth it. Oh yeah. And- oh, yeah. But, yeah, see,
0: the, 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 but when you're by yourself, that's fucking
1: hard, dude. Yeah. I tried it and oh my god, it's so time consuming.
0: It's, yeah, like that's one of the main things I stopped doing it was because you know, it's very time consuming. It's like one of the one of the good things about it too I guess is um, you know, you don't have anyone to say, hey, I don't like that.
1: Right. You know. Well, I mean, it's also good. I, I always have said if you're ever in a band to a point where you're with somebody that just hates the shit you're playing, mm-hmm. just kick them out.
0: Yeah. So, basically, I kicked Cause myself Because I,
1: I, I learned my lesson with that.
0: So, basically, I kicked myself out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, yeah, I did that one song. The um, song was untitled. It was just up on SoundCloud for like two weeks. And the song was just called Untitled and yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it so I was
1: just like, Yeah, the fucking, uh, the first um the songs that me and taylor wrote are still on soundcloud too Uh, yeah Mm. they're so fucking bad dude it was like freshman me doing vocals and good
0: fucking christ (laughs) so uh what else do you like to do
1: uh i don't know just chill darian miles and justice i mean we do some fucking stupid shit if you follow our meme page god that's every day that's there's no that's
0: your everyday that's
1: our everyday life there's no fucking dim day with us it's we always find some stupid ass shit to do or some stupid ass situation that just ends up that's That's fucking hilarious hilarious and it's just yeah, I mean, we're not really reckless people. We don't do, like, crazy jackass shit. We just, right. we just fuck around. <laughs> you,
0: you, you Basically, like, I'm gonna have to say, like, Miles is probably one of the funniest members of the band.
1: Well, yeah, that fool just does whatever, whenever. Because like, that just, just you play... can just scream something at him and he'll fucking do it. And you just have your phone ready. It's just the funniest shit yeah, in the world. Yeah, just,
0: like, pull up your phone and, like, he's gonna do some fucking weird shit.
1: Yeah, like. I mean, you just always gotta have Snapchat ready when you're hanging out with the BJ boys, man. Yeah, That's yeah. just a fucking... <laughs>
0: That's the fucking rule. Yeah, like, that's the rule. have your Snapchat rule. out. Because um,
1: even the fucking first podcast we did, after that, we were just chilling to saw, like, seven of us or some shit. Yeah. But, oh, my God. We were fucking crying, laughing yeah. at nothing. Putting <laughs>
0: that <laughs> weird-ass fucking alien filter a-
1: on it. On everything. And it was just fucking making us die.
0: <laughs> that was that was awesome. Yeah, um, it was fun. So, uh, do, you, do you like to uh, play video games at all?
1: I do. I'm not a much of a video game connoisseur, necessarily. Mm. I, I I don't have a lot. I mean, I play, like, the same games that I did, like, as a kid. I, I still have a fucking PS2, and I still play, like, uh, my favorite game, Sly Cooper.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah,
1: that, dude, I still fucking play that game. That game is so much fun. Um, yeah. Like, Tony Hawk games, I used to play those all the time. Tony Hawk's Underground 2, best game ever fucking made. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, I... I play a lot of uh i play my sega i have mortal kombat 2 on there fuck yeah uh, uh fucking donkey kong um jurassic park i got a lot of old shit i got a nintendo 64 fucking hell golden yeah. eye hell yeah <laughs> yeah i like playing old old games and shit like that that that's that like getting really high and playing old retro like arcade games is like one of the most fun i will like ever be having if anybody's ever going to a fucking arcade, invite me. I will go and. Well, let's go to mm,
0: hyperspace one of these days. Let's go.
1: We'll have blasty blast.
0: Like hyperspace, honestly, is fucking crazy. I know. I've
1: seen pictures of it. I've never been there, well, but let's, let's yeah, go. we need to go.
0: Let's go. Bet,
1: bet, bet, big bet.
0: Well, I mean, I I like retro games, um, but I like a lot of like the newer kind of games too. Uh huh. I mean, I have a PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Three, uh-huh. and Wii U. Um, lately, I've been playing a lot of Persona Five. And that game's plot uh-huh. is fucking crazy. <laughs> um, I, I I I won't go into detail about it. Um, but long story short, you basically um,
1: yo, it's fucking crazy.
0: Do, do you just want me to tell you tell tell everyone? Yeah,
1: I, I went on a fucking ramble about shit. Why All right,
0: not? so basically um you get framed for um mugging some girl Uh, this takes place in japan by the way so you get framed by for mugging some girl which in reality you're actually saving her from this mugger so then um you go to court and your court the court says like hey uh you're guilty you know and uh You know, you're just like, oh, shit. So, like, you gotta move basically over to Shibuya.
1: Shibuya! Shibuya!
0: Um, And then, uh... Basically, like, make up for, like, uh... The game kind of calls it, like, uh... Community service, I guess? I don't know. But you're forced to transfer schools, and you go live with this guy in his coffee shop. And you live in his attic. Okay? So then... You find this weird app on your phone it's like in the shape of an eyeball so you're like what the fuck how did this get there so you delete it and you're like okay whatever you know go about your day so then you know you get home from school you know you hang out with friends or whatever and then uh you see the app on your phone again you're like what the fuck i know i deleted this so you delete it again (laughs) So then the next day at school you find out uh, your gym teacher is fucking molesting and raping all of the girls in the volleyball class and basically beating up like the guys. So then like you, you look at this app again like it's back again and you accidentally click on it and it transports you to basically your gym teacher's cognitive desires he, it's it's called a palace and that's basically how he views um, the school it's hmm. like a castle so then like some shit happens and you basically find out like you can actually uh, make people have a change of heart and confess to all of their crimes by stealing their treasure or their heart as the game calls it hmm. so yeah it's, it's pretty crazy like I'm about 150 hours in it's a really fucking long game yeah But it's it's really good. Highly recommend checking it out. Um yeah, I I play a lot of RPGs. Um, like a lot of Japanese RPGs. Um I like to play some first person shooters like Borderlands and uh, um not really Call of Duty. I like Overwatch. Um Yeah, I'm not too big into like Fortnite or anything like that. I hate Fortnite. Ugh, fuck get the fuck out of here in <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> i also play a lot of like um like action adventure games i i guess like metal gear solid mm. um dead rising mm. um
1: do you like shit like uh like watchdogs and gta like open open
0: space shit? yeah i i like those but i i can't really get into them that much yeah Cause like i bought um i bought grand theft auto 5 and everybody was just going batshit crazy over this mm-hmm. game. Like, you need to buy this well, game. Well, I mean,
1: from GTA 4 to GTA 5, that was a major step up in yeah. quality and gameplay. And
0: Yeah. Um, but, like, it just got boring to me. No, I mean, it, it, like, it I just I
1: played the story twice, and I tried to play it a third time, and I was like, nah. Mm. And, like, after I fucking, like, you get all the cool cars and shit, and it's just the same shit. After yeah. a while, I mean, it's a cool game to play for about, like, a couple months, and then you're just like, I'm doing the same fucking shit as I was doing last See, week.
0: my problem with it was there's just too much to do, because, like, you know... you.
1: I don't think there's that much to do. Like, I think there should be way more options. Like, the fucking story, I finished that shit in, like, two, three days, mm-hmm. maybe. And, like, for that big of a game and, like, that much sh- shit to do in an open world, I think the story mode should be a lot longer for three characters yeah that you play as that should have been way longer
0: yeah but like my problem was like you know there was just there was too much to do like i'll be in the middle of the mission and like all of a sudden like hey someone wants to go golfing out of all (laughs) things
1: someone wants to go golfing
0: like i'd go golfing and like okay like switch to this character let's see what this guy's up to and then like he's at the bowling alley like oh, shit, I kind of want to do some Grand Theft Auto bowling, you know? (laughs) So do that, you know. Then go to the strip club, and it's just like, God, there's just too much to do. I want (laughs) to get to the main story. Like, I'm easily distracted. I really am. So am I. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can't really get into, like, Grand Theft Auto. I liked... I liked the idea of watchdogs i really did like i that's, really
1: i think that's a cool game
0: it is a cool game but it had a lot a uh, lot to make up for all the promises they made yeah, about to yeah i agree like i i feel like um i haven't i haven't checked finished. out the
1: second one though
0: i haven't checked it out either i heard it's better yeah um i might i might check it out when it's on sale or something like that yeah but um yeah um i do i do play um one of my favorite games of all time is uh skyrim
1: Ooh, you like Dark Souls?
0: I, I fucks with Dark Souls oh. heavily. Yeah. Heavily. Heavily. I mean, I even have a Dark Souls meme page. Uh, Dark Souls memes. Forget. Oh yeah, teams. that's right. Yeah, fuck uh, yeah. Go check it out. Um, I've spent countless hours on those. Like it's.
1: Dark Souls honestly is like one of the sickest games out there.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely not for the faint-hearted either. No, no, absolutely
1: not. But I mean,
0: like I remember. Um, fuck. I remember when I picked up my copy of Dark Souls. It was used from GameStop. I know what you guys are thinking. Shut up. Um, but I picked up a copy of Dark Souls used, and uh, this guy that was right next to me, he's like, "Oh, so you you want to torture yourself then, huh? Well, good luck with that." <laughs> you know, like I I honestly didn't know what I was getting myself into. Honestly, dude, and like you know, it was difficult. But not, like, unbeatable, you know what I mean? Right. It was, it was a really good challenge. And oh, then yes. It just opened my eyes to, like, you know, oh, Dark Souls 2 and then Bloodborne and Demon Souls, which are kind of within, like, the kind of same universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I fucks with Dark Souls heavily.
1: Yeah, I fucking... So my older sister and her, uh, now ex-boyfriend used to live in my uh, mom's basement. Um, but when they moved out, uh, that fool, uh... He... He fucking left so much shit, and he didn't even realize it. Oh, shit. I found an entire box full of fucking, uh, well, my sister gave me a bunch of Sega games because she didn't fucking want them, but I found a box full of Xbox 360 games, Nintendo 64 games, and PS2 games. Dude, I found Dark Souls in that shit, and I was like, what the fuck is this? This looks sick. I heard of this shit, but I've never played it. And cause I knew it was kind of, kind of like Skyrim, right?
0: Yeah, but, yeah.
1: I, and, but I was like, let me pop this shit in, dude, that game is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like most rage I've ever gotten in a fucking <laughs> game for sure.
0: So did you, did you ever beat Dark Souls? No. no. Oh no. No? No way. Uh, do you remember how far you got? Mm-mm. No? Not off the
1: top of my head, but,
0: um, not,
1: not, not even halfway.
0: Okay. Yeah. Do you remember beating, um, Ornstein and Smog?
1: I don't know. It's been a minute.
0: Uh, it, was, uh, it was that really fat guy. Kind of looked like me. <laughs> <laughs> and then this kind of like... There's a lot of fat guys. There is. There is. Um, but it was like a big big guy with a hammer. And then um, that was... Um, that was uh, I want to say Ornstein. No, it was Smog. Hmm. Orenstein's the Dragon Slayer. Hmm. Um, and then Ornstein is uh, kind of like this slender kind of guy with a sword. moves really fast. Do you remember that at all? I don't know.
1: Because, dude, the, the rage I got, I was just like, fuck this game! <laughs> <laughs> but I love that game. God. It's fucking crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. So then, um... Do you, um... Do you like to go to uh, record stores? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, it, which Which ones in Colorado would you say are your favorite?
1: Black and Red. For sure.
0: Black and red's pretty
1: I, good. I, because my girlfriend lives, like, right down the street from it. So, okay. usually, there, there are days where I'm just like, I yeah, got a couple bucks. Let's go, let's go check it out. And, yeah, dude, I've picked up some fucking great CDs from there. I, I remember the first time I went there, I was with uh, Darien and Miles and Duncan. Duncan's a homie. Oh, yeah. So, he showed me that place. Shout out to Duncan. We love you, buddy. Yes. Uh, so, he showed me black and red. And the thing that me, Miles, and Darian love to do is whenever we go into a record store, we, like, specifically find something that we've never seen before, and we don't even have to look up, like, if the logo's too unlegible, we're just like, that looks cool, let me get that shit. <laughs> and we don't, like, look it up in the store, nothing. We're just like, That's we base it list. off of the fucking album art, and we're just like, this is sick. So I remember Darian got one, I don't even know the fucking band. But the album art is literally just intestines. Oh,
0: shit. There's
1: no logo. No, like, it's just intestines.
0: Okay. Like,
1: real intestines. What would you
0: describe the genre as, though? Fucking
1: disgusting porno grind. Ooh. It was fucking filthy. It was disgusting. Ooh. And I was just like... Because I remember when Darian picked it up, he was like, what is this? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know what that is, but you need to get it. And he was like, yeah, this is mine. This one's mine. And uh, I got some like weird, like poppy black metal, like fucking, it was like black metal mixed with pop punk. It was fucking weird. But the CD, it was, CD was pure yellow and it had like a weird smiley face on it. And I can't remember what the fucking album art looked like, but it was, it was, it was just a bunch of shit. Like mm-hmm. it was a bunch of colors, bunch of shit on it. So I was like, I'll get that one. And then I can't remember what Miles got, but yeah, the two that me and Darian picked, we popped that shit in there. We were like, "What in the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> and but yeah, that's that's something I I love to do, definitely still. Like especially at Black and Red because their CDs are
0: very cheap. Yeah, very cheap. cheap. And maybe one of these days we'll have to do that. Just make a oh, little yeah. record store trip, and mm-hmm. we'll have to pick pick shit yeah. up like that. Um, I do like Black and Red. Um, I remember going there one day. And uh, I'm a big fan of Broken Hope. Mm. You don't hear a lot of people talk about Broken Mm-mm. Hope. You really don't. Mm-mm. So I found um, Swamped and Gore. It's one of the first pressings. Wow. Um, it was opened, unfortunately, but...
1: Oh, most of them are.
0: Yeah. it's uh, It was in pristine condition. Yeah? Yeah. Um, they wanted 20 bucks for it. Oof. I was like...
1: Unopened? Or opened? Opened. opened.
0: Ooh. but like i said it was in pres- I, I even have it how on how many there. tracks oh uh, i think 10 um but it was a swampton gore first press um 20 bucks and um i was like fuck yeah i want to get this you know I'm, i love broken Hope. So yeah. then i got that and then um i uh, think it was about a year later i went back and i was going through the um the used cd section and i found um one of broken Hope's cds now keep in mind um a lot of uh broken hope's discography is pretty rare and hard to find Hmm. so i was pretty fine with paying 20 bucks for uh, open swamped and gore but uh it was uh broken hope's last album they came out with before they went on uh before they broke up um i don't remember the name of it but i just remember picking up the cage i'm like what? You know, <laughs> and I looked at the price tag and I looked at the condition of the ca- jewel case. Uh, they wanted fifteen bucks for it. It was opened, and it was in terrible condition. Yeah. Yeah. Like the jewel case was broken in certain places. Fuck. Uh, the CD was chipped. What? Yeah. Can't even fucking play that shit. Yeah. But I popped it into the CD player there, and it worked. No shit. Yeah. Huh. It worked. And i managed to talk the guy there down from 15 bucks to eight bucks there you go so almost i bought half it. price yeah so i bought it um i have almost all of uh, broken hope cds like i said it's a very rare discography to come mm-hmm. by um i'm still missing uh bowels of repugnance hmm. that's a hard one to find very very hard um yeah i like going to black and red um i also like twist and shout a lot too yeah I mean they—that's they, the place
1: we went to, uh, that fucking—that
0: one time you guys played Seven uh, Circle
1: Yeah, the festival show. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I I like that place. Um, yeah, that place is huge. It is very very big. Like it's v- ton of shit there. Mm-hmm. Like, they got you know whole vinyl fucking room. Dude. They got a vinyl room. They got a movie room. Mm-hmm. You go there and buy your movies and yep. TV box sets or whatever. Um, they got a lot of fucking, like, toys and shit. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I... Grab bags. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I... It was one of the first record stores I ever went to, and I bought, uh, my first ever CDs from there that I ever bought. Really? Yeah. Um, first CD I bought, um... Well, actually, I bought two the same day. I bought, uh, Leprosy by Death. Nice. Um, and then, uh, this, uh, this, out, this band pretty sure a lot of you have heard of it uh called anal blast Mm-mm. i haven't you haven't no i'll we'll have to show you the cd yeah you do um but yeah it's <laughs> so it's it's basically a compliment compilation of uh their demo and their full length oh. um and they they released this uh when they opened up for cradle of filth so they kind Ooh. of made their logo logo to look like cradle filth's logo nice so it says anal of blast <laughs> and it's kind of done in the same font as nice. cradle of filth. Y'all yeah, have to show it to you. Um, <laughs> I remember um, I went there with uh, Ryan from soul forensics mm-hmm. and uh, my buddy James. And I remember going back to uh, Ryan's house <laughs> and uh, you know we go up to Ryan's mom and we're just like, Oh yeah, we went to a record store and look what we got, you know, and, I hand her the fucking anal blast cd (laughs) i'll never forget the look on her face just fucking like songs like uh she sucks farts out of my bunghole and (laughs) shit like that and i'm just sitting sitting there just fucking dying listening to her just list off all these fucking gross song names it was the best shit ever (laughs) um what was the first cd you ever bought
1: Oh man, the first CD I ever bought, uh, I think it was, um, it was actually this metalcore band a uh, long, long time ago, it was uh, the very first All Stars tour, actually, okay, they were okay. called Chasing Safety, and I remember the vocalist was a fucking nutcase. That fool was swinging the mic everywhere. He was throwing their fucking flags in the crowd. Oh, he shit. was the most energetic vocalist I have ever seen in my life. So I had to go talk to the dude. Right, and I yeah. was like, that was the sickest performance I have ever seen. Someone that throws their fucking tapestry into the crowd. Like, you know those big banners that bands have? Yeah. He took the whole fucking thing and just chucked it on like 20 people. Jesus. I was like... God damn. But yeah, they were metal core, like singing. They weren't heavy at all. And I was like, this was pretty fucking sick. And so, yeah, I had to go talk to him. I was like, dude, that was fucking crazy. Apparently, me and the dude, I think, share like one day apart birthday. And we really? found that out. And he was like, I'm going to give you a free fucking CD just because of that. And oh, I was wow. like, no shit. So, I, I never really got into wanting CDs uh Like, a long time ago, it was just more of, like, having shit on my iPod and Mm -hmm. buying stuff on iTunes and stuff like that. It was, I never really thought of, because I would get my music for free, you know? And just, and I Spotify, just all that type of shit. Right. But, I mean, I was like, you know, fuck it. Yeah. I I would love to. I'd love to jam this shit. And he was like, I was like, can you sign it? And he signed that shit. And then I bought a pair of shorts from them, too. And I remember on the way home, I jammed that shit. A lot and i i'm not a fan of metalcore at all like i i hate most of it but those guys they're not a band anymore but they, they were pretty tight they were pretty tight oh yeah but yeah that was like the first cd i ever got and i got it for free and but yeah after that i was like you know physical copies are actually pretty cool and like i can get bands to sign them if i buy them at shows and shit like that and yeah. i'll have a story with it and whatnot yeah yeah you know eventually like the whole fucking internet can crash and you know you're just you're you're left with your physicals yeah so i mean after that realization you know if there's ever a band that i'm at a show at and i'm just like motherfucker that was sick as shit yeah i I have to buy a cd i have to Mm -hmm. like uh fucking i didn't have any money uh but on devastation of the nation called like a couple days ago
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um hate holy fucking shit like, I know you don't. are not a fan of black metal, but I love black metal so fucking much. Uh, Burzum is my favorite black metal band. Oh, well band. It's just Varg, but still. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I've never, like, for as long as I've listened to black metal, I've never been to a black metal show. I've never seen a black metal band live ever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we show we showed up kind of late. We were just uh, drove all the way from fucking Longmont, so we just didn't get there. Opening, But that's okay. Uh, We got there, like, right before hate started. Found a spot. And as soon as they just fucking kicked in, strobe lights came on and everything. And I was just like, holy fuck. (laughs) And I was just standing there the whole set like, this is fucking magical. (laughs) And yeah, so I I went back there. And I only had, like, three bucks or some shit. And I was, like, dying for a water, too. (laughs) So they had their CDs were like 10 bucks. And I was like, well, fuck. Um, but they had the cheapest thing they had on the table was pins for two bucks. And I was like, Oh, I don't see any on the table. It was just a little sticker that said they had pins. And I had to ask him, I was like, do you have any pins left? And he, he checked and he was like, Oh no, sorry, dude, we just sold the last one. And he took the fucking sticker off their table. And I was like, fuck, (laughs) (laughs) but hate is sick. I, I, I didn't expect them to be that fucking badass but mm-hmm. that whole show that was amazing mm. fucking belfagor they had um an amp issue uh god i hate when that shit happens live it's 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 embarrassing it's embar- right? it's, it's yeah it's embarrassing and it's just you get really anxious and you're just like fuck 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 fuck, fuck. right but so their set was supposed to start at, a, at 11 mm-hmm. they started at midnight oh man yeah so we were standing there for a good hour and yeah but as soon as they started, oh my god, my feet were killing me. Mm-hmm. But when they started, I was like, oh, oh, all the pain's gone. That was fucking worth it. Holy shit! It <laughs>
0: just,
1: my head's just fucking going.
0: So, since we're on the subject of concerts... Oh, yeah. Um, what would you have to say is the most memorable concert you've ever been to? Like, if you... Uh, if
1: you, if you been ha- to or played? Been to. Been to, okay. Like, um, if, you
0: had a, if you had a way to travel back in time to experience this concert again... You would fucking... Dude,
1: there's so many. I know. Because...
0: I have one. You do? Go I for do. it. Uh,
1: Gwar. The pastor you went to at Summit or at yeah. tour Tour? Summit. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, they played with Ghoul. Oh. Yeah. So, and I'm pretty sure, you know, you know both bands' gimmicks. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I've seen Gwar. Yeah. Um, so, they shoot blood uh-huh. out into the audience and just... I was standing right in front of that shit. I was Hell like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um but just one of the things that just stuck out to me the most is there wasn't a pit. The whole crowd the whole show? The whole crowd was moving. It wasn't ne- oh. it wasn't necessarily a pit per se. It was just like a wave of just people just pushing. It was the Grand
1: Canyon. It of was movement.
0: It was the Grand Canyon of movement. Yes. Damn. Like everyone was just pushing against each other. Like, I've never. Like the
1: big fucking rowboats that people do at Amata Marth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> those are cool. Those are cool. Th- those
0: are cool. But, I don't know. Like, just everyone was just pushing each other, and it was just. From front to back? Front to back. Dude. That's amazing. Like, that's amazing. I've never experienced. More shows need to be like that. Yes. I've never experienced anything like that in my entire life. And just, you know, just the whole theatrical thing that Moore mm. does and. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then you know just shooting fake blood out in the audience uh-huh. it was just I would I would sell my fucking <laughs> testicles to experience <laughs> that show again like it was amazing
1: oh man Mo- you know the funnest show that I could remember that I had the most fun at most like like the biggest group of friends I had at the show and I just had a good time from start to finish was uh, Chaos and Carnage oh hell yeah uh That show was so fucking sick with all the locals going back and forth from stage to stage. Mm -hmm. Fucking Oceano was on it, of course. I went fucking hard as shit. Lorna Shore, when Tom was still in the band, was on it. Dude, that was a show.
0: That That was was a fucking
1: show. show. And I got there right i was so fucking sad i missed spite i got there right after spite finished and i was walking to the front door and i hear them playing kill or be killed and i was like we gotta get inside (laughs) 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 and yeah as soon as we walked in there fucking checked in showed her ids and shit like that yeah the set was over and i was like fuck but (laughs) i've seen him before so it wasn't a huge
0: huge huge deal deal.
1: but i mean the rest of the show was phenomenal and oh, I, yeah. I loved every minute of it. And
0: Another memorable show that I would go back to is when uh, The Black Dahlia Murder played uh, the Marquee Theater. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I wanted to go to that um, so bad. I remember that. It was with um, uh, Iron Reagan, uh-huh. Artificial Brain, Anthos. Yeah, I remember fucking my older sister's
1: ex-boyfriend when they first moved here. Mm-hmm. He went to that. And he was like, I'll oh, buy you a ticket. And I think I had to work that night, but yeah fucking seeing them at the marquee would be fucking
0: crazy it was oh my god i bet like just like you've seen the black telling murder oh yeah yeah yeah. so imagine all of that energy that they pack in that just that little tiny ass stage yeah that was just amazing like i moshed the entire fucking night like that was just amazing another memorable show for me um I know I'm kind of being a dick with this one, but uh, when Stages of Decomposition came out here from California... To play oh, for part- your
1: birthday? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, fuck yeah. Dude, if I had a birthday show and I got a band to choose out here, fuck yeah, that'd be the most so memorable show how, of all
0: time. how that got came to be. So, Jewel, my good friend Jewel. Yes. I love you, Jewel. Shout out. Um, she has a birthday show every year. Uh-huh. Uh, this year...
1: Hers oh, is stacked. Hers is year... Vomiting and trails. Motherfuck.
0: Implements of hell. Yeah.
1: But, oh, when I saw Vomiting and Trails, I was like, oh, I'm
0: there. <laughs> yeah, because they played my birthday show, too. Yeah. So, um, you know, she had a birthday show last they year. They were pretty good. Hell, yeah. She had a birthday show last year, and it just kind of got me thinking, like, huh, what it would be like if I had my own birthday show. Yeah. So, I hit up those guys in uh, Swinging News Productions.
1: Woo. Best uh, motherfuckers out there.
0: Fuck yeah! Oh,
1: I want to give a shout out to them. They devastation was their very first sold out Roxy yes, show. Yes, yes. Well you guys done. are fucking killing it. Well done. Well fucking done. Um, so happy that I could have been a part of that.
0: We're gonna get him on the podcast. Oh sure. yes,
1: we are. Yeah. Hanson, he came up to me at devastation. And he was like, "Hey, I want to be on your fucking
0: podcast." And I was like, Well, be on my fucking podcast. <laughs> Let's do it." So you know, I hit up the swinging news boys, and I was just like, "Hey, you know." What do I got to sell on my body to get a fucking birthday show, you know? Yeah. And uh, I was talking to Zach, and he's just like, oh, you want to do a birthday show? Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it? he's always about that, dude. He yeah. gives birthday shows to fucking everybody. Yeah. I'm
1: going to try to get one this year because my birthday's on a Saturday, I think.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, he was like, hell yeah, I'll do that. So, I was talking with Jewel. Uh, we were going to get uh, these guys cerebral incubation out that's
1: here. right i remember you telling me about that yeah
0: we were supposed to get those guys out here but um stages
1: was your second choice
0: they were actually my first choice were they mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um cerebral i don't know what was going on with them i guess they had like some shit come up or something like from? that uh las vegas
1: oh okay so even closer
0: yeah than stages yeah so um you know we were kind of struggling for a little bit to get a lineup going um but then we got um whammer on it whammer
1: uh, is fucking sick dude yeah, are you are. gonna go to uh neckbeard death camp i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about it too yeah yeah
0: whammer was tight hell yeah uh, so we got them on the bill and then um vomiting entrails you know they were just yeah. like hey wasn't know, that their first show it was their very first show yeah
1: that wasn't bad that was not bad
0: i was like yo yo you yo to keep yo. doing this <laughs> like we need more <laughs>
1: slam in this scene bro
0: um, so yeah, we got them on the bill and then, uh, we got my buddy's band, uh, child abuse on it. Um, nice, but they dropped last minute. Fuck oh. you, Jonah. Um, they dropped last minute and then, um, nephrectomy, nephrectomy came yeah. on and then, uh, so, Oh, we
1: were supposed to play it too. Yeah. And like then, I, I hit you guys up. Yeah, I, I know that was, that was bad, bad. Cause that was in, that February. was when we came back from tour, right?
0: It was in February. Yeah.
1: Wait february this year yes yeah so yeah we were a three-piece so yeah we were just like yeah fuck
0: you know? yeah fuck <laughs> so then um I'll, I'll tell you uh the whole story of um when i uh when i got them out there um so uh it was like about a week before they came out here um i just hit up salvador and um i was just like hey man you know and, you guys come in, you know, you want to you want to hang out in Denver for a little bit. And I know a couple, you know, local breweries, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, "Fuck yeah." So then um she, they were staying with uh Gabby, Gabby Mora. Big shout out, love you Gabby. Um she lives out in Golden, so like the day of my birthday show came around. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just chilling over at Gabby's, so I I went over there to pick him up. Yeah. And um <laughs> I remember they came out and it started to snow, and they're from fucking California and they've never seen snow. Really? Yes. And Kelsey, their fucking merch girl, comes mm-hmm. out and she's like, "Oh my god, look <laughs> at the snow! It's so beautiful!" And I'm just like, "Yeah, I fucking hate it." <laughs>
1: yeah, it's so pretty, and you've never seen it before. When you live in that shit, yeah,
0: like try living in that shit. But um, yeah, I, um, I picked them all up. And, uh, we made a deal where, um, I would take their gear to Trailside. I was like, fuck, you know, it's down the street from my house, you know, fuck it, cool, you know. So, we went to Black Sky Brewery, um, we had a few beers there. Big shout out to Black Sky, love your beer. Um, yeah, we we drank for a little bit, you know, we were talking, kind of bullshitting, you know. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know what the fuck, what made me bring up True, True Brewing. Um, I brought them up, and then Salvador comes up to me, and he's like, there's another brewery around here? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Did you, you take him to the Brutal Poodle? No. Why? Honestly, I don't like the Brutal Poodle. No? No. Like, I don't like their food. Food's kind of, eh, you know? <laughs> like, a lot of people, like, I'm not saying anything bad or anything, but I, I'm just not into it, you know? Yeah. I don't like where it's I like heavy. the idea. Yeah, I do, metal too. Metal bar. Yeah. I want to do that, but with weed. Oh, yeah. Weed metal bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, I take them to fucking True, and I'm like, okay, so like the show is in an hour. Uh-huh. We got to get you guys over there as soon as possible. We can only have one beer. You were downtown, too, right? Yeah. This was like in Englewood.
1: Oh, yeah. South Denver.
0: Yeah. So, so we went there, and <laughs> I remember getting out of the car at uh, in front of True, and there was just like this fucking cup just laying there on the ground like a 7-eleven cup yeah with just ramen in it uh-huh and then we were just like yo 7-eleven ramen yo <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah they had a beer we got them back and then um i dropped them off because like uh i um i went back home because like my parents were just gonna uh take me to the show and give me a ride back because you know they it was my birthday i was gonna be Mm -hmm. fucked up yeah oh yeah and you got hammered oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah um it was their first death metal show they ever been to my parents
1: yeah nice it's it's
0: it's really crazy because like the next day my mom comes up to me and she's like okay that was badass (laughs) like when's the next one hell yeah But, uh... Tell her to come to ours. Shit, hell yeah, with nephrectomy. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Uh, that was was just very memorable, you know, hanging out with those guys. Really cool. Um, big shout-out to them. Stages of Decomposition. I love you guys. Um, yeah. Holy shit. Well, might as well keep
1: going. Fuck it. Fuck it. it. Fuck it, Uh, one of the bands I hung out with for a bit, um was archaic mm-hmm. and uh i remember i think it was like 2015 or some shit i hit up their vocalist jared and i was like yo you guys are coming through how would you feel about me coming up and doing a song with you guys like doing some guest vocals and he was like i'm so down for that I'm, i love all that fucking crowd enthusiasm and shit like that and he was huh. like yeah come we got an extra mic Just grab that shit and i was like word so right before they played the song he fucking even stopped and he was like, we got my homie Cage coming up. It's going to be sick as fuck. And I was, I got so hyped after that. We fucking killed the song. That was their last song. And so yeah, I said bye to those guys. Next time they came through, I was, uh, it was at the Roxy and, um, I was chilling outside smoking a cigarette and I saw Jared and I was like, yo, what's up? And he obviously remembered me. He was like, holy shit. What's up, dude? And he was like, I knew I'd see you here probably. (laughs) And I was like, fuck yeah. So he was like, hey, you want to come in the van? And I was like, yeah, dude, it's pretty fucking cold outside. And this fool, like, uh, the bassist, their bassist was in the front seat. And me and Jared just hop in the fucking, like, single, like, bed. Right, yeah, yeah. And the bassist, he was like, do you smoke? And I was like, yeah. And this fool pulls out a fucking joint. Dude was fat as fuck. And he was like. Half a foot.
0: Oh, and I was shit. like,
1: okay, <laughs> okay," <laughs> And he was like, well, you want to finish this? And I was like, yeah, let's get it going. Let's light this shit up. And I invited a couple more people in the car, some fools uh, from Arizona that they were friends with, and they came up to visit them. And so, yeah, we all fucking hotboxed our van, and we all went inside, and uh, they went up and did their thing, and they were like, he asked me. He was like, do you want to do the song again with me?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm way too <laughs> fucked up, dude." And I was like, "Next time, next time, let's do it." And yeah, ne- the fucking last time they came here, I, I wasn't there.
0: You think they'd be down to be on the podcast? Oh yeah,
1: Jared definitely would. Oh, yeah. Jared's a badass. But next time they come through, yeah, I'll hit that motherfucker up. Oh
0: yeah.
1: And but yeah, Archaic sick. They're definitely one of the coolest like techie bands out there. Yeah. if You like um. Like, the Zenith Passage, you'll definitely like Archaic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, They're dope. I
0: love Archaic. Um, I guess uh, one of the funnier experiences I had uh, with an, with another band was uh, Black Dahlia Murder, believe it or not. So, first time I saw the Black Dahlia Murder was uh, with Carcass. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. Um, I met Trevor. hmm And, um, you know, we just did the whole Horns Up thing. Pretty cool, you yeah. know. Yeah. Second time I met Trevor was after the Marquis show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I go up to Trevor, and I'm, I'm just like, hey, man, you know. You, He's ho-
1: a dude that you and Colin need to do belly button kisses with.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get the heartburn and, yes. and everything. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, um, speaking of heartburn. Um, <laughs> speaking of heartburn. I, uh, I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, we, uh, we did the whole horns up thing last time. Let's do something funny yeah. this time. So he lifts up his shirt and he goes, "Grab this!"
1: Oh hell! Oh my so god! I
0: grabbed I grabbed his fucking belly. You know we're just like, eh, you know, and um, so you know he he runs the uh, the obituarist, uh-huh. right? So you know I knew he was running that, and I was I just asked him. I was just like, "Hey man, you know I know you run the obituarist. You know super sick fucking thread or whatever." Mm um what's one band on there that you haven't listed yet but are going to in the future that you would recommend to me right now hmm. he recommended me putridity yeah no shit yeah those guys are fucking sick hell yeah they big are. shout out to trevor for that like goddamn. um and then another time with the black dahlia murder um it was outside uh summer slaughter for the nocturnal mm-hmm. so um just hanging outside you know vaping being gay and shit like that (laughs) and here comes brian just like out of the blue he's smoking a cigarette and uh you know i just go up to him and start talking to him and you know we were just randomly talking like you know i asked him how his tour was going and you know how um how he's been and shit like that you know Uh just just normal shit you know (laughs) and i remember uh pointing to one of his tattoos and he has a tattoo of spider-man on his oh yeah and I'm like, hey, man, that's that's a nice Spider-Man tattoo, you know? And he's like, it's not Spider-Man, it's Deadpool. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but yeah, I, I love, you know, the Black Dahlia murder. I actually have um, all of the DVDs from them. No shit. Yeah, you, you want to watch them? Yeah, uh, I,
1: I've seen a couple because Taylor has some, too. Oh, does he's he? He's a part of their fucking fan club. He has oh one of their shirts, oh, fan hell yeah. club shirts, yeah. yeah. He's they're his all-time favorite band hell yeah if you want to sit down and talk about the black dolly murder all day taylor's the kid
0: oh <laughs> yeah i'd love to talk to him um let's see what's another oh yeah 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 there was another funny experience i had with the band it was with uh, visceral Discord. Ooh. <laughs> this is fucking hilarious so i was outside uh the roxy they just got done playing you know they're just talking normal stuff like you know how's, how's it going you know how's tour you know and um, you know, we we're just talking, kind of bullshitting, and then mm-hmm. Charlie, their guitarist, mm-hmm. <laughs> he he gets his phone out. He's like, "Hey, you guys want to get a picture? Let's <laughs> get a picture together." So he's he's scrolling through his phone, and I'm just like, "Wait a minute! Shouldn't he have his camera all to, already up?" And then he he gets a bunch of people together. He's like, "All right, we're gonna take a picture." And then he holds his phone up. It's a fucking picture of steaming hot. Cock. Oh my fucking god. I was fucking dying. Like, that Jesus shit was fucking Christ. hilarious. I love those guys. Like, I'm... <laughs> Steaming hot cock. <laughs> I love those guys. Big shout out to Visceral Discord. We're These gonna get you on the show here soon. Yes. Um, let's see. Another funny experience. Ugh. I'm um, trying to
1: think of something too. Well, well, I mean,
0: uh, I guess there was a there was a cool one I had, not particularly funny. Um it was when um Aborted came through with uh, Cryptopsy a few months ago. Mhm. Did you go to that show?
1: Uh was that uh, a that was at the That Mar- wasn't P- devastation, but was it? no. No. It wasn't. no, I didn't go to that.
0: Um so the uh, only
1: time I've seen Aborted was
0: Devastation last ooh. year. So the lineup was Aborted, uh, Cryptopsy, Benighted. Ooh. Yeah hideous divinity no yeah. shit yeah where was I? <laughs> I i don't know where the fuck were you man i uh, can't tell you but um so cryptopsy posted on their facebook they're like hey do you like craft beer we'll get you into a show for free if you bring us craft beer what? i was like hi <laughs> you know hi <laughs> they're like okay cool we'll get you on the guest list and uh we'll get you a free free entry so Kind of got me thinking too, like aborted or Svencho from Aborted. Uh uh-huh. He's a big fucking nerd like me. Yeah. Like huge. Huh. He's most he's a lot into like horror kind of stuff, which I am too. Yeah. You know he plays a lot of fucking video games. Um, I actually have him added on PS4. No shit. Yeah. That's crazy. I fucking played uh, Overwatch with him one day. Nice. Yeah, that was cool. So, um, you know, I, I got thinking. I was like, wait a minute. Maybe I should give you know someone from aborted something nice too because yeah. i'm giving cryptopsy beer might as well give something nice to aborted yeah so you know i, I kind of got thinking and then um uh svencho is a big dark souls fan mm. so i got him a uh, dark souls comic book nice so <laughs> i remember waiting outside the the marquee on cryptopsy it was like i messaged matt i'm like hey man i'm here with your beer where where the fuck you know <laughs> i'm your i'm your connection you know we yeah we yeah we yeah fuck you cordell (laughs) Uh, um so he's like all right i'll be there in a minute so i was like okay cool so i'm just standing outside the the marquee he comes up he's like hey man you Alex?" i'm like yeah you know i had backpack of beer and i gave him a couple beers um i gave him um a beer from true it was like a farmhouse pale ale really fucking good nice and then um i know you're gonna laugh at this name um, but I gave him a beer from Denver Beer Company called Princess Yum Yum. Yeah? Yeah. Is it yum yum? It's very yum yum. It's <laughs> Does like Does it a, make you feel like a princess? No. Oh. It just, it makes me feel like a drunk. Oh. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> it's, it's a really good beer. Um, it's like a raspberry colch. I'm really big in oh. I'm really big in like craft beer and shit like that. So I gave I him. I hate beer. But oh. that sounds good. Yeah, it's good. It's really good even if you hate beer i think you'll like it hmm. but yeah i gave him i gave him to him and uh he's like let's get a picture together and uh you know,
1: another steaming hot cock no, <laughs> no.
0: he he makes his face every time like he's he's posted a picture of these throughout the whole tour of like him taking pictures with people that gave him beer oh yeah and he he makes this face <laughs> every picture every picture so i did it too Nice. And he's just like, oh nice. <laughs> so and then um you know the show went on. Uh Hideous Divinity was fucking sick. I bet. They were fast and yeah like, I've been a fan of them for a while and holy shit, they put on a fucking killer show. And then Benighted came on and ho oh, <laughs> Holy fuck. Holy they put on a fucking raging good show. So then, yeah, I bet um, that was a
1: memorable ass show,
0: too. Yeah, that whole show was memorable. And then uh, I messaged Sven Show on Facebook, because I have him as friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, buddy, welcome to Colorado. You know, I got a, got a present for you. Mm-hmm. you know, where are you at? So he didn't message me back. and um, So I'm looking around for him. Ooh, that was a loud one. <laughs> I'm looking around for him, and I finally see him. And he's right outside his tour bus. And I'm like, hey, man. I hate to bug you but i love you so i want you to have this comic book as my token of loving you he's like holy shit man this is fucking sick thank you so then um we go our separate ways and like not even 10 minutes later he messages me back and goes dude this comic book is fucking sick (laughs) i was like you're sitting at the merch table just reading it (laughs) probably because i was watching uh cryptopsy nice um but yeah that that i hate you for not going to that man
1: yeah, I hit myself, too, hearing about this.
0: <laughs> so what's what's another memorable experience you've had with a? Family?
1: You know, I'm going to throw one out there, a show that we played. Okay. And uh, it was um, Miles' first show. Yeah. It was... So this is when we came together as a four-piece. We played as me, Steven, and Darian in the Springs... A month before that, and then we picked up Miles, and we taught him all of our shit, and he caught up really fast. So, that was his first show, and we opened up for Silent on 5th Street, and, um, somewhere to call home. So, I, uh, I've been listening to Silent on 5th Street for a good minute, and, um, like, I found them, uh, they released this, uh, fucking lyric video and i found that shit and i was like that is sick uh for their song called galaxies that that song's super good so Mm -hmm. after jamming that after jamming their fucking album and shit like that and after i saw that they were coming through here on tour i was like yo i don't care what the fuck i gotta do i'm getting us on this show and so at this point we had no music out we had just shit written Mm -hmm. and so The majority of the time, if you're going to book yourself on a show, you got to have music out so people can check you out and just see what you're about. So you don't book some band that's just going to fuck your whole show up, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I was talking to two different promoters and the drummer of Somewhere to Call Home. So uh, the drummer of Somewhere to Call Home, uh, he was helping out with the booking and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was going back and forth with the promoters and I was like, hey, I don't care what I got to do. I really want to open up for this show. We can sell tickets. We can, we can do whatever. And he was like, okay, uh, this show is a 21 and up plus show. Are you guys 21 and up? And I was like, no, none of us are. He was like, okay, well, can you sell tickets to 21 and up people? And I was like, oh yeah, absolutely. So he was like, okay, do you have anything that I can listen to of you guys? So we had a instrumental that commenced death. I sent him a little instrumental from what me and Taylor made, but, it was still a song that we were going to make as Black July, even though Taylor wasn't in the band anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, so I sent him that and he was like, okay, so you guys are deathcore and heavy metal or whatever you want to fucking call it. So yeah, we'll book you on the show. And I was like, fuck yes. So I got super hype. Um, I went back and forth with the vocalist of silent office street. His name's Blake. Uh, I asked him, I was like, yo, I've been listening to you guys for a minute. Uh, I did fucking all I can for my band to open up for the show. And it would be a dream come true if I can come up and do Galaxies with you guys. Just the intro, and then I'll dip out. And he was like, yes, let's fucking do it. I'm down. And he let me do it by myself. And that was fucking cool. And so... But anyway, that whole show, we were chilling with Silent on Fifth Street and Somewhere to Call Home. Those guys are fucking sick. Both of them. They're amazing bands, super talented, super unique, both of them. We were... It was like... Out of all the bands that we've ever opened up for, that, that show was the only one where we ever like really chilled with the touring bands. And so we chilled with the drummer of Silent On Fifth Street. He's not in the band anymore, but he's still a really great friend of mine. His name is Sean. Um, I, we were all talking to him. He's only a little bit older than us, so he got along with us really quick. Uh, we just chilled, smoked for a bit, and then our, our set came on. And there was one other opening band. They're called Unearnest Un Apologies. Um, they're some really good guys. Uh, they're not heavy or anything like, like, like Deathcore type of shit. Right, but they're yeah. still good. They're still good. Oh, yeah. uh, but they played first. We played second. And right before we went on, I remember Sean was like, you better fuck some shit up because I'm going to fuck some people up. And I was like, oh, well, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> And so we start going, we fucking opened up with destroyed utopia had the fucking intro playing and shit. And all I like, we were all like turned around as soon as like it came in, we all three turned around and you just see all the members of silent office street and fucking someone to call home just fucking, they're just like, yes. And they're just like, yes. Uh, Cause that whole tour, it wasn't a big tour and they didn't get a whole lot of big shows. So there wasn't a whole lot of like really heavy bands that opened up for them. And then after our set, I just all of them immediately. they were like, that was sick. You guys are fucking awesome. Can't wait for you to come up and do vocals with us. And after our set, uh, there was another touring band and I can't fucking remember their name. But we, oh, Contra. Mm-hmm. They're cool. We didn't talk to them that much. I think they showed up a little bit late, but they were still really fucking good. After that, Someone to Call Home played. They fucking covered an Attack Attack song. Oh, shit. But turned it death core as fuck. And it was so good. And I was like, I'm fucking emo again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Silent on Fifth Street came on. And, uh, like, they played a couple songs. Galaxy came up. I fucking hopped on that shit. Jumped back down. And, and then there was a the breakdown in that song. Uh, or actually in Absolution. Um, it's their merch guy. Uh, I can't even fucking remember his name right now, but he was so cool. Uh, he eventually played bass for them, but he left after he had a kid, but, uh, he was such a cool dude and he was going to do vocals, uh, for that breakdown. Mm -hmm. And I remember him talking to me about it. He was like, dude, do it with me. Let's fucking all three do vocals, all three different ranges. You do highs, I'll do tunnel throats, and he'll do gutturals. And we'll all do the fucking breakdown. And I was like, oh, that sounds sick.
0: <laughs> and so
1: we did that, and I remember fucking everyone at that show, like, it was like, as soon as you see three motherfuckers with mics on there just screaming at you, what the fuck are you gonna do? And everyone's like, I'm gonna fuck someone up, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> and you just see people just fucking kick in and People were getting shoved into that fucking pole at yeah. Herman's and shit. Oh, yeah, it was a mess, but goddamn, that show was so fucking fun. And I remember we even chilled for, like, an hour after that show, and we were all just talking, and we were just like, we need to stay in touch, and yada, yada. And we all added each other on Facebook and shit, kept up with each other for over a year. And I remember um, last year in, like, summertime – uh, the guitarist of Silent on Fifth Street, uh, Zach, he messaged me and he was like, hey man, uh, we're going to go, we're going to do another run um, uh, this October and we're going to start um, in Chicago and we're going to just make a big C uh, back up to Maryland. And so we're going to come through Denver and I was like, oh word, yeah, we'll open up for you guys again. And he was like, no, 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 no. I want you guys to come with us. And I was like, What? <laughs> And then he was like, yeah, so, uh, that tour was really fucky. Um, originally it was only six days and we were put on three of them. Mm -hmm. We were from Wisconsin, Utah, and Colorado. Mm -hmm. Um, we canceled Utah's date, uh, because they messaged us. Like we were in Wisconsin and we were going to drive 16 hours or even more than that. I think 18, uh, from Wisconsin to Utah. And, Uh, I remember the promoter messaged us, like, as we were loading into Wisconsin, he messaged Blake, and he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're not giving you guys any of the payout. We're going to be giving it to the locals. And we're like, fuck you. We're not even coming. So, (laughs) yeah, we were just like, screw that 18-hour drive for zero money. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're just like, that's stupid. So, um, but yeah, anyway, we did Wisconsin, canceled Utah, and when we came to Denver uh, those fools they they all stayed at my house and um, that night it was uh, uh, so Steven wasn't there it was we were both gonna be playing as three pieces at Trailside Mm -hmm. the third drummer that was filling in for them on tour was actually getting married so he had to fly back from he left he flew from Wisconsin to Maryland to get married And then he came back on the tour later. Holy shit. Yeah, so anyway, uh, that was a really huge deal. Darian was actually about to drum for them, um, but uh, they actually had their fill-in bassist learn all their drums in one day, and they practiced in my garage. And dude, having a Silent on Fifth Street show in my garage was the sickest thing in the fucking world. (laughs) Because it was loud as shit, and it was just all over my house. And you can go to the fucking basement and still hear that shit. Damn. So, yeah, we were all chilling. I remember uh, they call uh, Denver Ranch City. (laughs) Just, I don't, it's something with weed, but they call it Ranch City. (laughs) And um, I remember uh, I, I took Blake, the vocalist, to closest dispensary near my house and he picked up a bunch of goodies and yeah. he we all came back to my house uh brought out my rig and shit and blake was like i want to take a dab so fucking bad i want to break this shit out i haven't taken a dab since i was back home and we're like yeah, yeah, yeah i got you i got you we started heating him up this fool takes like a fucking quarter of a gram dab And he just has... I have a video of it. He just has it on a little dab tool. look like a goddamn big-ass piece of paper. Jesus. And he just dunks that shit right in the bucket. And as soon as I cap it, it just milks instantly. And he... His first breath out of all the smoke filled my entire kitchen. And he was just dying. And we were fucking laughing our asses off. And then after the show... Uh, we all came back, smoked more weed, and we played fucking this game called Loaded Questions. Okay. And, uh, basically Loaded Questions is, so you get a big group of people, um, there's a judge, uh, someone that pulls a card, it's like a funny, like, type of scenario or some shit, Mm -hmm. like, uh, give me something that a a big buff guy at the gym would say, and you gotta think, it, it- we'd have our own little twist on it to make it as weird and dirty and fucking just hilarious as possible Mm -hmm. because you can totally make this a pg game and
0: but no quickly escalate into fucking r yes
1: (laughs) no we go r like right from the beginning (laughs) but yeah so there's three guys from silent on fifth street uh josh blake and zach and me miles darian my mom my girlfriend, Kirsten, and my little sister, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. We we're all fucking playing this game. And so when you're the judge, you ask a question, and then everyone hands you or hands the person next to you their answers. And the person next to you reads answers out loud, and you have to guess who said that answer. Mm-hmm. So you got, <laughs> you got these high-ass motherfuckers saying the dumbest shit. And, oh, my God, I remember one of the favorite ones I ever put the question was, what would be your password on your computer? Mine was, grab him by the pussy 666. <laughs> My mom fucking cried. She Her face turned red. She was the judge. So as soon as she heard that, she was fucking dying. She was like, I don't know fucking clue who said that shit. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, but yeah, so we were like up to like fucking two in the morning or some shit, just laughing our asses off. those fools pass out on my couch and they had to fucking drive to kansas city ouch so they wake up at like 6 a.m say bye to them and they're like yo get you guys next time next tour you come through or if you guys ever come to visit you got a place to stay but yeah those guys are the homies and yeah yeah Uh, but that 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 that's a that opening, opening for them was definitely a huge, memorable show just because it created that whole fucking tour and everything like the that. Whole, the whole friendship with Yeah, them. If, I, if I never got us on that show, we would have never toured. We would have never, yeah, we've never been on a state yet. Because, yeah, they're the only fucking, like, big band like that we actually talked to before a show and had a good relationship with and whatnot. Because we've opened up for... We opened up for Body Snatcher. Mm-hmm. we opened up for Solace This Is Suffering, uh, The Contortionist, Psycho Stick. Uh, a lot of really big bands, and, like, we didn't even really talk to them that much during the fucking shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I talked to Rudy a little bit when we opened up for Solace of Is Suffering. And, but, yeah, that, that's really about it. But I would, I would love to tour with Body Snatcher, though.
0: Oh yeah. Woo. If you're listening to this, Spotty Snatcher, get... Kyle? Kyle. Motherfucker. Tour with Black July.
1: If you're listening to this, an hour and 45 minutes into this, Kyle Medina, I'm calling you
0: out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's tour. You're
0: putting him on the fucking spot. <laughs> well, we're about an hour and 45 minutes in. Um, I think we should close this episode out. Yeah, I agree. Well,
1: thanks for listening, guys. Hell yeah. Now you know more about fun sons in the slam dungeon.
0: The fun sons in the slammy fuck shit. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, bye! See ya!